Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Linton Daily Grind with your hosts, John Spencer and Carla Cocker. Get ready to brew your brain and sharpen your wit as we'll give you a rundown on today's date, share some interesting historical facts, and then toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning this morning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder on your walk with Jesus. So grab a mug of your favorite brew and let's get this show on the road. Carla, good morning. It's Friday. We made it. It's Friday. Yay. Happy oh. Friday. Happy oh. Friday. We lived through February also, didn't we? Yes. Okay. Yes. Even with an extra day, we it still couldn't overcome us. We made it through. And it's the first day of March. <laughs> Woo. I know. March 1st. New month. End of the week. So just in time for a new weekend. And Carla, on March 1st in 1781... The Articles of Confederation were ratified by the 13 original states. Okay, that was a good move. And on this date in 1872, Yellowstone National Park was established. Okay. It seems like right here, end of February, Mm -hmm. start of March. Lots of of, park activity. A lot of park activity happens. Yep. Uh, On this date in 1932, the Lindbergh baby kidnapping occurred. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was captivated a nation. Yes, it did. And did not end well either. No. On this date in 1961, the Peace Corps was established. Oh, that's cool. That is a good thing. And on this date in 1999, landmines were banned in a United Nations treaty. Good. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. That was a huge... uh, A lot of that uh, was due to a lot of advocacy by Lady Diana. Yes. Princess Diana. Princess. Sorry. Yep. So, yeah, landmines gone. Now, obviously, there's still terrorist people that make explosive devices and all right. kinds of stuff. But uh, as a whole, we've, we're supposed to be done with landmines because they're terrible. And Carla, March 1st is Horse Protection Day. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, some people have no business owning horses. You're right. Because the cheapest thing you'll ever do with a horse is get it. Right. <laughs> And then, and then, then it it's man, feed <laughs> vet bills, that kind of stuff. So I'm just saying, don't let people keep a horse in substandard conditions. Yes. See something, say something. Right. It's also dress in blue day. Okay. Okay. I'm all for that. I managed to make that happen in advance. It's peanut butter lover's day. Oh, okay. That's a lot of people I know. Me too. Um, it's a terrifying day, I guess, for a whole bunch of people. Too. Right. <laughs> it's. It's National Pig Day. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess you could wear blue, eat peanut butter, and watch Babe. There you go. What a great day. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> and it's and it's also Plan a Solo Vacation Day. Oh. Oh. I know. Oh, There's part of me that, that, that finds that very appealing. <laughs> hmm. To, to just really have some me time. I would be happy with an alone staycation. That's what I was thinking. everybody else travels somewhere. On mine, I might just stay home by myself. And send everybody else on a bank. Yeah. <laughs> Carla, I'm sure you've noticed and that you knew this, but the opposite sides on a die are always equal to seven. Yes. Just love that. They say that John D. Rockefeller was worth the modern equivalent $336 billion. Oh, that's a bunch. Yeah, that's a lot. That's too much. That's crazy. The Atlantic Ocean, Carla, is named after Atlas, the Greek titan who carried the world on his shoulder. Oh, I was not aware. I didn't either. 
That makes sense, though, now that yes, I can it see it. Atlanta. Oh, Atlas. Oh, okay, there we go. They also named a book full of maps after it. <laughs> I love books full of maps. <gasps> oh, I do, too. And Carla, do you know the biggest film in 1972? Um, Nope. It was a drama called The Godfather. Oh, my goodness. Um, 1972. Oh, those movies. We watched sort of a tradition in our house during the holidays of all things. We watch the Godfather movies. Oh, well, yeah, they're <laughs> Christmas movies. Everybody knows that. Swimming with the fishes and all that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If you spell the word finally. Yes. Okay. F-I-N-A-L-L-Y. Yes. It's pronounced finally. Finally. Yeah. Finally. You know, with an E sound at the end. Yes. But the word finale, F-I-N-A-L-E, is pronounced finale. Right. With a Y sound at the end. Yes. Why Why is finally spelled, it should be finale. Somebody spelled. got those and switched. Finale. Yeah, right? somebody, something. I'm just saying. Right. English. It's what that, a great language. <laughs> that great English language. What a bunch of phony baloney. Oh, right. Saying. Oh, do some work, phonics work on phony baloney. Oh. <laughs> you know, they say that, so every year Apple will brag about releasing their most advanced iPhone yet. Yes. And you kind of want to go, well, duh. I mean, what are you going to say? Oh, wait, we're taking a step back. I know. We're gonna... This one has less memory, yes. lower loading speed, and less fewer pixels on the camera. Right. Much less reliable. Much less it's, dependable. It's the Apple Retro. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like... Half the battery life. Half the battery life. I'm like, what? of course it's the most... Let's hope. Oh, I mean, my gosh. Like, we should be going forward and making progress. Seriously. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, hey, kiddo, thank you for taking time and recording Daily Grind stuff with me. Oh, my and, pleasure. Uh, and now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. It's Friday, but unfortunately, Maritza is not going to be with us today. She is supporting her family during a time of grief. And I would like to ask everyone that listens to please keep her husband and his family in your prayers. As we continue in Mark, at the end of this third week of Lent, I'd ask that we reflect on being tripped up by the sin that entangles. You know, I recently watched an older episode of ESPN's 30 for 30, Doc and Daryl. Pretty compelling little documentary that just kind of takes a look at the lives of former New York Mets superstars Dwight Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. Now, in their prom, they were some of the biggest stars on a team that captured the imagination of New York City and won the 1986 World Series. However, just amidst the glory of their athletic achievement lies a very sobering narrative of wasted opportunity. Despite flashes of brilliance on the baseball field, both Gooden and Strawberry battled off the diamond and eventually succumbed to addiction and all kinds of legal troubles that overshadowed their immense talents. It's a poignant, really, exploration of fame, struggle, and redemption, and it reflects on the glory days of the mid-80s, but it serves really as a poignant reminder, a very good example of the fragility of fame 
and the devastating consequences of squandered potential really offers a cautionary tale of what could have been for two of baseball's brightest stars. Like for an exercise, just in your mind, jump ahead 20 years into the future and just imagine yourself, but yourself no longer following Jesus. Can you guess why you're not? Then go into hell where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It's better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the worm that eats do not die and the fire is not quenched. Everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how will it be made salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Which is better? When people think of Jesus as just a pleasant teddy bear who only says nice, calming, gentle things and in a soft tone. I mean, I wonder how much Jesus they've really read. I mean, I get it. I would prefer it if Jesus sounded, just empty out the negativity. Come up with a plan to fight the problem. Do the best you can. And if you can't change, then accept the fight to accept yourself as you are. Fight to feel good about yourself just as you are. But here's the deal. Jesus is not like that. Jesus is very direct about the risk of stumbling and tripping and falling and quitting because he sees the risk not as temporary. Stumbling can turn into falling and falling can become our eternal trajectory. I mean, so look, Jesus focuses on the big things. Better to have eternal life than to have your feet, eyes, or hands. Look, so if your feet carry you into sin, cut them off. If your hands cause you to do evil, chop them off. And what about those eyes? Well, pluck them out. Now look, obviously, Jesus talking here, he's not commanding self-mutilation. This is Jesus being very hyperbolic. But I don't think that Jesus wants us to miss out on the fact that that exaggeration is intentional. And he's exaggerating here to make his point crystal clear. Jesus knows the things that will stop you from finishing the race and enjoying eternal life with him. And he loves you enough to call you to do hard things. So what do you need to cut off? Maybe you're allowing an inappropriate relationship to blossom at work. Cut it off. Maybe you're battling with a porn addiction. Get software. Get accountable friends. Put something like Covenant Eyes on your phone. But cut it off. Maybe you're battling an obsession over just material stuff. 
or status. Having the right clothes or the right car or house. Cut it off. Delete the shopping apps. Try sobriety for a month. Go without buying new clothes. Don't look at Zillow. Delete that app. Don't look at cars. Whatever it is for you. Maybe it's your allegiance to a political tribe or party. Cut it off. Stop reading the news. Leave that Facebook group or that text chain. Jesus really, I think, has a question for us. Would you rather have your political tribe or eternal life? Would you rather have new clothes or eternal life with me? Would you rather have fill in the blank or eternal life with Jesus? Because at the end of the passage, Jesus says that everyone will be salted with fire. And I think his point, though subtle, is really important. He's saying we will either experience the fire of God's judgment or we will experience the fire of God's purification. Look, fighting sin is fiery. It's a painful process because it's a furnace and it gets hot. But the end result of purification is not destruction. It is refinement. It is transformation. So as we head into the weekend, I just would ask all of us to take a moment, pause and reflect on what could make us get entangled and trip and fall down. Because if it's in your life right now, confess it to Jesus. Give it over to him. Receive his forgiveness. Ask him how he wants you to cut it off. I mean, Jesus had a lot of hard things to say, but he is saying them from a heart that is both kind and gracious. A king who welcomes us. Not because we're perfect. He welcomes us because he is perfect. His love is perfect. And he is perfectly committed to making us more like him. Join with him in that process. As always, thanks for joining me on another episode of The Daily Grind. If you like what we're doing, please do all that podcast stuff. Please take a minute and rate the podcast. If you could, write a review. I would also love it if you could take a moment and just drop me a note or two to say what you like, what you don't like. would love to hear your kind of feedback. Just go out full of grace and peace. And I would ask that you remember Maritza and her family in your prayers. And we'll see you Monday on a new episode of The Daily Grind.